back to another episode of the Mixed Nuts Podcast. This is your host, C-Money. And the wife. So I want to say over the over the last couple of months, we've had about 10 or 11 podcasts. Um, we've, you know, got a ton of great feedback, you know, both, you know, positive, negative, you know, but, you know, negative, you know, helps to improve your craft. We're going to do a little a little question and answer session with this podcast. Um We've, we we may have previously covered some of these questions in previous podcasts, but we're going to consolidate them all. Some things have changed. Some things have stayed the same. And uh, it's just to, uh, you know, to give some answers to the to, to the feedback that we've received over the last couple of months. We want to thank everybody for listening. We're going to take it away. What we got first, babe? Well, the first one is probably the one we get asked the most, which I think every swinger gets asked this. How did you decide to get in the lifestyle? How did you decide to become a swinger? Well, I want to say I'm the one who pushed it. Of course, the male pushes it. You know. So. But you know what? Just as a side note, what I hear a lot of people say is the male pushes to get in and the female is the one that keeps you in. And I definitely think that that kind of is what is going on with us. Yeah, kind of. I, I mean, I wouldn't say the, the, the woman is keeping us in. I mean, uh, enjoys it. You know, you know what? Let me rephrase that. I would say the woman is the one that's keeping us in because if if you didn't enjoy it then we couldn't do this together right so okay. yeah yeah so to get back to the question of how we got started sorry sidetrack <laughs> no problem um i want to say I, I became aware of the lifestyle back in 2008 maybe 2009 um you know i watched a lot of porn back then <laughs> um it happens people watch way porn. too much <laughs> But uh, I saw something about a swing fest. So I did a little research. I was like, swing fest? What the hell is that? And um, it piqued my interest. Um, I've always been a sexually open and adventurous person. So, you know, I, I kind of brought it up to the wife and was like, hey, babe, you know, we, we lived in Kansas City at the time and they had swing fest here in Orlando. And I was like, man, swing fest sounds kind of interesting. I was like, you know, let's let's. You know, let's check out and see what's going on here in, in our neck of the woods. See if there's anything, you know, going on. So, you know, we did some research. We found a a lifestyle club in, in Independence, Missouri. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what we expected. <laughs> well, yeah, at you had brought it up and for whatever reason I agreed to go to it. And the the club was just looking at what we go to now, it was nothing like that at all it was um it was it was everything you would imagine the stereotypical um seedy lifestyle club to be like it, it was it, it was not a good experience and it was grimy it was dark it was i don't know if it was dirty but it was uh we were we were in you were in like a slacks and a shirt and i was in a just an everyday sundress and we looked like we were hitting the red carpet at the met gala it was yeah we were, everybody else there was in like they were very casual shorts and tank tops very um, casual not that there's anything wrong with that but just not what we're used to now so yeah uh, but anyways um so we left probably about 30 minutes later and i told you i'm good don't bring it up again and then <laughs> periodically you would bring it up throughout our relationship and I think 2017 yeah 2017 I was out went on, on a motorcycle ride with a bunch of buddies and one of the guys just happened to bring up this place called secrets and I was like what's secrets you know didn't really think much of it me and the wife had an argument one night and told her what I wanted out of, out of life felt like I was uh not really missing anything, but you know, you only live once and there's some things you want to experience in life. So I just kind of like, Hey, let's, let's go check out this place called secrets, you know, brought it up again. And I, I, at first I said no, but I could tell how passionate you were about trying it. So I did some research, Googled it. Of course. Found the Google queen. I am the Google queen. Uh, found the website, went on the website, looked at all the pictures and read articles and reviews and and seen that saw that everybody in the the photos looks you know 
Like they're having a great time. Yeah. Family so, life. Like, so. like they're on date night. Yeah. And so I agreed to, to go to it. And again, this is all pretty much documented in our first podcast. But, you know, I told you if, if I don't like it, don't bring it up again. And, yeah. And the rest is history. So. Yeah, the rest is history. You loved it. And I'm 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 grateful that you loved it. So I would say, you know what, I hear just a little footnote on this one. I hear a lot of people say I mean everybody has their reasons for getting into the lifestyle. And I one thing I have noticed is a lot of people have a lot of things to say about people getting in the lifestyle to save their marriage. And everybody says that's wrong. It's the wrong way to it's the wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I believe to some extent, yes, that is right. But I think in that moment, you were so passionate about trying it because you wanted to try something new and different that if I would have said no, who knows where we'd be right now. And that's not that we had a horrible marriage. It's just because we had a solid, we had a solid marriage before the lifestyle. Yeah. But in all honesty, our sex life was boring. It was boring, and you know, you know, kids growing up, and you know, I'm I'm gone most summers with baseball. Not that that's going on now, but um, but we yeah, just, it, it took a hit on our it took a hit on our relationship, and and, and, and so, the intimacy that we had between us was kind of was kind of lost for a moment. It, it it took a backseat to everything else in life, and yeah. so I think I wouldn't say I necessarily got into the lifestyle to save our marriage because our marriage wasn't crumbling, but I definitely feel like if I if if I wouldn't have taken that chance, it maybe could have started cracking. Does that does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. So, moral of the story is don't judge anybody by why they got into lifestyle. Uh, you know, if if it's a reason that you wouldn't necessarily agree with, then so be it. But but don't automatically just say because somebody got into lifestyle for one reason or the other, they're wrong because. You don't know what the story is behind that. Yeah, I mean, for the, you know, the story behind, you know, us is that when we met, you know, you had a daughter, I had a couple kids. Um, we never actually had that opportunity to really, like, really, really date, Mm-mm. like, go out and do things. So we had young kids at the time, and over twenty years of has it been twenty years? Fifteen years. Fifteen. Of, uh, Feels you know, like 20, don't it? Yeah, <laughs> over 15 years of raising kids and building a family and things like that. You know, you kind of, I don't want to say you lose yourself, but, you know, our intimacy definitely took a hit. And I would like to say that since we've been in the lifestyle since August, July, August of 2017, at least from my perspective, the intimacy and the communication um, between us I mean, it's it's at a level that it's never been since, like, ever between us. And so, and that that's a positive. Right. You know, we, you know, yeah, we may, you know, have arguments and fights about certain things, um, but, you know, it, those... But diff- the making up is so much more fun. The making up <laughs> is so much, for, so much more fun, but the those difficult-to-have conversations, we have them now, whereas before, we wouldn't have had them. You know, we would have just swept them under the rug and things would have festered. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Question one answered. Yeah. Uh, question two. You mentioned, you mentioned that you play separately. Do you get jealous? And if so, how do you handle it? Well, I think this one is for me. <laughs> um, so I would like to say that no, I don't get jealous. However, that would be a complete lie. <laughs> I think it depends on my mood. It depends on the situation. Um, There are definitely some times where I can't watch you because I will get jealous. And then there's other times where I love to watch you because it's a turn on to me. Yeah. It's just really kind of situational. Yeah. And as far as playing separately, that's very situational. I mean, it really depends. Um on the situation. On the situation, on the environment. Uh, like if we go to a house party, um, most house parties that we attend, we we play separately. I mean, it, they, there are times when we play together if there's another couple that that we're both into, um, but that's rare. 
That's but really I think rare. like you were telling you were telling uh, we were talking this this weekend about kind of our play style and you had mentioned something about how we go places together. Yeah. Regardless. I mean, we're together. When we go someplace, it's just depending on what the situation is, once we get there, we might have to separate. Unless, yeah. you know, we like you said there we know there's a couple there. Um Yeah, and and, and we definitely talk about these things um as much as we can before we put ourselves into a situation where we know we may be playing separately and so i mean you know there 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 has been one at least one instance that i can think of recently where we 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 discussed some things but we didn't really flesh out <laughs> the complete um dynamic of you know what happens if this happens what happens if that happens and you know we kind of had a kind of had a little uh little argument about that but you know we got we got through it and yeah we're, we're better for it so well i think that's because you know the the old adage if you assume something it makes an ass out of you and me and i think we set there were some things that were said as far as like what will happen and then you were thinking one thing and i was thinking the other thing and we never really clarified what the end of that conversation was so yeah again you know, if you don't constantly learn in this lifestyle, you're going to set yourself up for failure. And I think that's, you know, we look at every argument or every disagreement, uh, every bit of jealousy as a, as a learning tool. And, yeah. and you have to see it that way. And, mm -hmm. and again, going back to question number one, you know, there was a time where we wouldn't have pushed through this argument. We would have just stopped and, and threw it under the rug and and let it fester whereas now we're both like no listen okay day two we're going to start wrapping this up so and and we're both invested in it sorry my phone um and we're both invested in it so yeah. uh, but but our our goal is to always play together in the same room with a couple or with a single guy and a single woman we just know that that's not possible. So most times it's not possible. So we we're we're okay um, with playing separately from each other. Um, and why isn't it possible? Or sometimes. Well, in our experience, it's 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 difficult to find a four way connection where everyone's attracted to one another mm -hmm. physically, and or. Um, there might be some, some problems with, um, the other partner performing, whether that's on my part or the other male's part. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, we, we play separately and it's really situational in regards to getting jealous. Um, there have been times that I've gotten jealous. Really? Yeah, it, it, there are times. There are times. You handle it so much better than I do. I do, I do. I um, I just, you know, I I just I try to think of something else. <laughs> I try to think of something else. So. And and on the flip side of that, of the jealousy, there are some women that I want to see you play with so much. Like I am your biggest cheerleader and your biggest wing woman when it comes to certain women that I really, really am trying to make it happen for you. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, babe. All right. Number three. What are your rules and how did you come up with them? In the beginning, we had a ton of rules. Because of me. Yeah. I don't even remember what they were. Like page three, 198. <laughs> but like after the first time we played, like 98% of the book got thrown out. Because <laughs> there was really like no way. We were going to live up to those rules. I I think like one of the big ones that I remember throwing out was the no kissing, and that was just, you know, in doing my research, I had read like a lot of people didn't like their spouse or to kiss while they were, you know, having sex, and so I that was one of the rules. And after the first time we played, I was like, that's impossible for us because we both enjoy it. We both enjoy kissing, yeah. It, it's part of sex for us. Right. So it's it's very difficult to have sex and not kiss. I don't even know how people do that. Well, you know, I have 
I have played with a couple of partners where I think that is probably one of their rules. Uh -huh. They've just never come out and said it. But when I go to kiss, they kind of pull back. So if I get that sense, then I don't try anymore. Yeah. Um, there has been a couple of play partners like that. But yeah. but yeah, we have. And then one thing we did at the beginning of this year was we kind of went over last year's rules and, and looked to see if there was anything we needed to add, if there was anything that could be thrown out. Yeah, so every year we go, we go through and look at our, our rules, our boundaries, and see if there's anything we want to to edit, to change. Um, we had hall passes in that first year. I think we kind of did that way too early. It didn't, it didn't go well no. um, for the person that wasn't on the hall pass. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the person on the hall pass had a great time, but yeah. when that, but when roles were reversed and that person wasn't on the hall pass, it was very miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah, we, we, uh, for some people it might work for us. It doesn't. And then another one that um, this year I tried to carry over was I thought I thought I'd be okay with you going to go play with Hot Wives as a couple because um, I know you enjoy the Hot Wives. Meaning that the husband had to be present. Yes, the husband had to be present, and you can go with them. So I wasn't really looking at that as a hall pass. Yeah. But I know you enjoy that aspect of it, so I didn't want to take that away from you. However then there was a time where I, I got to thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I think I'm fooling myself. And if this ever does come up, I think I'm going to have a problem with it. So. Well, I had to ask you because I, I just felt like you weren't really okay or good with that. So I brought it up and was like, I know you're not really good with this. I just need you to tell me if you're good with it or if you're not good with it. And you went ahead and told me that you're not good with it. And I was fine with that because deep down in my heart, I knew that that's kind of an hall pass. So <laughs> that's not going to work if we both, you know, decided to do away with hall passes. So right. that's just the way I felt. Um, in regards to what rules we have, um, the one hard and fast rule is protection, condoms. Um, that's the one hard and, rule, hard and fast rule that we have. Um, everything else is more like a boundary. Um, anal sex... That's something that's, you know, reserved between me and my wife. Um, anything else, babe? No, I think, I think. Well, I, another thing is that, you know, if there's something, there's a new kink that we're, that either one of us wants to explore, we have to explore it with each other first before we explore it with, the, with, with other partners. Or at least give the other person the opportunity to say they're not interested in it so you can go do it with somebody else yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think those are really are are hard. I wouldn't even say the other two are hard rules. I would say the only hard one is condoms. Is condoms, yeah. Um, the other two. And yes, we know for those people out there that might say, well, condoms aren't 100% safe. Yes, we know. But some protection is better than none. Right. So. And, and, and I think we do a good job of making sure, like, periodically throughout the, the, the whole process that, the condom is still on, but if one breaks, another one comes on. Like, yeah. Um, I know for me, whenever I'm getting hit from behind, like I'm constantly finding a reason to, to have to grab the dick to make sure that the condom is still on. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's, I think that's our only hard rule. We've got a couple of rules that we talk about and then the rest of them are kind of like boundaries. What are the rules that we talk about? Like the, the anal or the yeah those are just boundaries yeah. yeah yeah um but like with boundaries do we have any yeah other ones beside those two not that i can think of i mean we have a list somewhere <laughs> let me pull it up <laughs> we should probably pull that up uh, but a lot of times we talk about something before we go to it so we kind of know what's going on and if there is anything like for example Coming up this weekend is my birthday weekend, and we're heading to Secrets all weekend. Mm -hmm. And while I do expect you to play with other women, I've pretty much laid down the boundary that it's all about me this weekend. So I need a lot of attention from you. Okay. So I just pulled up our lifestyle agreement, and this has changed over time. But, um, and this is probably, you know, 100% what most couples have. Um, complete honesty and transparency. 
Um, all communications with others are shared or available to each other. Um, we have a rule that we don't go back and forth with the opposite sex. So um, if there's communication between, say, me and another woman, um, I'll immediately show that, that, that communication to my wife and also let the other woman know that we, we have a rule where we don't go back and forth with the, with the other, with the opposite sex without my wife being involved. So either, you know, we have to add my wife to the, to the communications or the communication stop, period. Um, another one is unless consent is given, we don't leave each other alone. So this, this plays back into the playing separately thing. It's not like, you know, I see somebody at a party and I just run off and go play with them and don't inform my wife of what I'm doing and vice versa. So, right. Um, another one, either of us has the ability to veto someone for any reason. So, um, and that's kind of like a, if we felt like somebody disrespected our relationship or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, of course the, uh, the anal and the, the first time experience, if one's interested, those are boundaries. Um, our previous hall pass agreement though, check this out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we gave each other three max per year and we must have previously met the third party. Um, this one, this one was, uh, this one came from me due to some insecurities um, this next one, uh, no more than two passes with the same person in a year. And so, you know, if you wanted to, if you had, you know, had somebody that you enjoyed playing with, you could use no more than two of your three hall passes per year to go play with that person. Um, of course, play rules must be, must be followed. You must communicate your arrival, location, departure, any changes in venue. They have to be communicated with you, with your partner. Um, no more than one drink an hour, including shots. Yeah. Um, if an overnighter is necessary, must sleep in separate beds, no exceptions. You know, typical hall pass rules, right? So, needless to say, yeah, we 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 uh we got rid of those. Yeah, like like you said, I think we did the hall passes way too early, and now I don't even see why we would need them. So yeah, um, yeah. So so that's ours. You know, if you're if you're new to the lifestyle, a lifestyle agreement is definitely something that you need to put in place. Mm-hmm. And then you need to figure out, like, what are absolute non-negotiables? What are, are things that, you know, one might have a problem with but the other might not? And and work to meet some kind of, like, agreement as far as, like, boundaries go. Um, and then another thing in there that, that's not in our agreement, but, you know, like, when we went to Naughty in New Orleans, we had certain things that we had lined up um for naughty in new orleans you know that would be specific to that event yeah um we just got back from splash mocha and we had things that were set in place for that event so you really just you you have your agreement but you have to kind of you have to talk constantly yeah so all right i hope that answered that question yeah i think it did uh number four what are some things that you wished you knew about being a swinger before you got started? I would say we kind of jumped. We kind of dove right in. Um, we should have took that swinger class before we became swingers. We really should have because we were already knee deep in it before, yeah. before we took the swingers class. Yeah, we didn't know anything about soft swap. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even know that was an option. The first time we heard it, we were like, "That's that was an option? <laughs> <laughs> Not that, you know, I don't even know if we would partake, but yeah, we didn't know that was an option. But we, we took the swingers class that they offer here at Fair Villa, and uh, we learned a lot of shit there. We did. Yeah. A lot of the acronyms. So, yeah, I, I, would, def- I would definitely say if there is a swinger-themed class that you could take, before diving headfirst into it, um, definitely take it. Uh, I don't know if you have a fair villa in your neck of the woods, 
or but a Caravella type store. Yeah, it's a sex shop. Or if your local lifestyle club offers those kind of courses. But um, definitely look into it. If not, Google that shit. Yeah, I mean, you're the Google queen. You should have known this shit, right? Before we jumped in. <laughs> you're right, I should have. You're right, I completely should have. Like, there's plenty of podcasts, video blogs out there. Yeah, there's there's plenty of information out there. You just have to look for it. And I think that's that's something that we we probably should have done a little bit more research on, but we just jumped in yeah. head first. Yep. So So a little bit more a little bit more research, I think. Yeah. We wish we would have known. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we're having a great time. Yeah. But I feel like this podcast is like a Debbie Downer. But no, I don't think so. I think you don't? it's informational. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're having a great time. I mean, if we had to go back and do it all over again, just, yeah, no more when we were going up to, walking up to Secrets that first night. Yeah. I, so you know what I, you know what I wish we knew? How expensive this lifestyle was. Yes. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But it's so fun. It's like, fuck it. We got the money. Fuck it. Let's just go do it. And you know what? We all say it. We all say it. All of our friends say it. And we all give. There's a couple that, that we know where the wife like is, is. I'm constantly asking her for like money saving tips because she does a lot of research on like. And she has a lot of things in place on how they can save money in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's something that we all, all, all talk about. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. Why is it so damn expensive though? I know. I just don't get it. Like, like I'm looking at the prices for Hedo, and I'm like, why? Why the hell is Hedo so much expensive? So expensive, like, like, like a lifestyle cruise. I can understand a lifestyle cruise being a little bit more expensive, because the organization has to charter that boat. So there's additional cost with that. But I'm looking at Hedo, and I'm like, okay, Hedo, three, four hundred couples, lifestyle cruise, three, four thousand couples. Um. They cost about the same. <laughs> so um, I, I I would prefer, well, we haven't been on a lifestyle cruise. We're going in November, but just based off the numbers, I would prefer to go to the lifestyle cruise than Hito, but we are going to go to Hito at some point. Yeah, we've got to go to Hito. I just don't want to do like Young Swingers Week or something because they make you go for at least six days. I don't know if we need to go for six days. No, I think just like a long weekend. Yeah, we did like a Thursday to, to late Sunday. Yeah. You know. But yeah, we're we're gonna do it at but, some point. But you figure club fees, yeah, costumes, outfits, the the upkeep on yourself, like you know, I go get my eyebrows done and nails done, hitting the gym. Yeah, that, I mean, those are like the hidden fees. <laughs> uh, but and 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 then you know, I like to drink. You drink. There's the alcohol. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, it's so. <laughs> It's so expensive. So make sure your wallets can... Handle. Yeah, can handle the lifestyle. Uh, let's see. Number... I forgot what number we're on, but... What do you do to reconnect after sex with others? So we recently had a conversation about this, and we came... We had two different perspectives. I felt like we never disconnect, so there's no need to reconnect. Um, you felt a different way, of course. Yeah, I, I, well, and, and the reason why I started to feel that way is just because in listening to other podcasts, and then there was a, a couple of people in New Orleans that had kind of asked that, that they're not as active as we are. And so they kind of asked like what our reconnection process was. And I was like, well, we drive home. You know, I, I, don't, I don't really know what the answer to that is and so I started thinking about it and and I think yeah I would like some kind of reconnection period with you I don't really necessarily you know like some people some couples have sex with each, you know go home and have sex with each other the problem with that is is sometimes it's four or five o'clock in the morning before we get home yeah and sometimes I'll be very tired I may have put in a lot of work Right. So I don't necessarily think reconnection sex is what we need, but some things that I had kind of brought up to you was like, you know, we take a bath together the night 
the next night or we go for a walk around the block or or you know mandatory cuddle time or or we watch a show that we both like not just one of your crazy sci-fi shows you know um but 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 yeah i think that is something that we will implement here in the future um (laughs) because i'm pushing for it and i don't necessarily think we disconnect i just think um i need a security blanket at the end of the night or the next day just to kind of realign my emotions. I don't know. Uh, that makes me sound like I'm a crazy bitch. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. I just, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You're very analytical. I'm very emotional. So yeah. you're seeing it as like, we're not disconnecting. Whereas I'm like, well, no, we're not disconnecting, but other people are coming in our space. So let's figure out how to re put our space back together. I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Will you help me convince my wife to be a swinger? No. I'll, I'll take this one. No, you can't. Um, something that I heard um, from a couple that I watched and listened to a lot of their video blogs and, and podcasts was they said that you can only move as fast as the slowest person. And if you remember that, then you'll be successful. You know, unfortunately for C-Money, the the slowest person took 15 years. Um, So (laughs) hold out for hope. But no, you can't can't convince somebody to go into the lifestyle uh, because they'll they'll resent you for it, you know, if they're they're not having a good time, if it's not everything that they want. you know, I, I think it has to be something that you do at each other's pace. And, and yeah. if, and if, you know, if the other partner doesn't want to, if the wife doesn't want to get into it, nobody's going to be able to convince her. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to take her and, but again, if she doesn't like it, you have to accept the answer that she doesn't like it. Once again, the woman has to have fun. And I, I learned that I won't, I don't want to say the hard way, but when we first got in the lifestyle, I was selfish. It was it was all about me, all about me, all about me. And at some point I realized my wife wasn't, she's not getting the things out of this that I'm getting. And I want her to get those same things. I want her to feel the way I feel about the lifestyle. So I had to kind of take a step back and make sure that I made sure that she was having a good time, you know, before I have a good time. Um, Because if she doesn't have a good time, eventually it will end for both of us. So. And it's interesting that you felt that way because in the beginning I felt that way also in certain circum, in certain situations, but I would try to mask it because I didn't want to ruin your fun because ultimately I like the partying. I like the socializing. Um, sometimes the playing is not my favorite thing to do. Yeah, and and that's what it took me a while to understand that. I mean, I knew you were having a good time with 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 the partying and the and the socializing stuff, but the extracurricular activities, the sex, the fucking, um, man, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that didn't even step their game up seriously. Cause y'all lacking, and it was it was it was affecting my wife's happiness in the lifestyle. Yes, she can have a good time partying and all that stuff, but if she's not having a good time with all the extra stuff, then it made it it took a toll on me because I I started feeling bad, and I'm like, damn, these dudes is like they're not doing shit. Like so, I I think and and I've touched on this a couple of in a couple of. Uh, episodes especially the the unicorn one i don't think guys understand the hit on the woman's psyche yes because for the guys it might be the first time that they can't get it up in forever but for the woman it might literally be the fifth guy in a row that hasn't been able to get hard so now you know I'm wondering, well, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, am, 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 am I ugly? Am I 
you know, am, am I, am I not attractive? Does my breast smell? Like what, what's the deal? And, mm. and so guys look at it as like, you know, damn, that didn't work out. Meanwhile, you know, you're literally the fifth dick. And so, you know, there, there was a time where I was like, listen, I'm not playing anymore. I'm just going to go party. You play and have fun. And then, but then that's not what we got in here for. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of, and, and that is, I think that's something that we're always going to have to tackle that particular situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we have put things in place due to constantly communicating about it that have made it better when those situations come up. Yeah. So back to whether we can convince your wife to get or become a swinger. No. Um, we actually know of a couple they were soft swap when we first met them. Um, the guy was all hot for playing with my wife, but um, his wife wasn't ready to take that next step. And he kind of like asked us to like help him push her. And it was like, no, you you can only go at the pace of the slowest person. So yeah, I mean, because then also then we run the risk of her hating, you know, having ill feelings towards us. Yeah, and that's definitely not something we want because no. we. We enjoy meeting people. We enjoy hanging out with people, um, even in the vanilla world. So, yeah. you know, we definitely don't want anybody, you know, having ill feelings towards us. So, yeah. Okay. I'll take the next one. Gotcha. So the next one is, do you find it hard to balance the swinger lifestyle and your regular life? Um, maybe when we first got in the lifestyle, yes. How so? Um... Because we were always doing something. I mean, we still are. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we balance it better now. Okay, yeah, you're right. We balance it better now. We make sure that we do things with our vanilla friends, with uh, making sure that we're not neglecting our family, make sure that we're not neglecting our, uh, our responsibilities in, in regards to maintaining the house. <laughs> we we were really bad when we when we first got in the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, we were kind of bad. We were kind of bad. It it was all new to us. It was it was so much fun. It was like we were uh, college kids again. It's like we joined a cult or something. <laughs> and so. Well, I mean, I think you know, like like you said, when we met, we you know we right out of high school, neither one of us went to college. We both went into the military, and so. Um, and then from there, life happened. So yeah. we didn't in, we didn't have the college experience or the wild twenties. Like we were parents in our early twenties. Yeah. So, so yeah. Now that we're in our forties and we're new to this thing, we were we were going crazy. Like we were going crazy so much that our kids that are in their twenties were like, "Y'all need to calm the fuck down." <laughs> I gotta tell you though, it's a good thing that we did have kids early. Yes. Because I don't think we could have did this. In our 20s, we would have been broke. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. There, see? See? There's a reason why I made us wait this long. Because if we would have joined it way back then, there's no way we would have been able to have the fun we do now. No. We would have been that sad couple that looks at, like... Yeah. That's how, yeah. Um, what else? I, I mean, yeah, I think... I think now we we have a pretty good handle on it we kind of look at like the the month ahead what kind of parties are going on mm -hmm. try and plan the parties that we want to attend the events that we want to attend around you know our our regular life events like this weekend son had a baseball tournaments um so and that that takes priority over anything that we might want to do right and so and then what was it a couple of weekends ago we kind of blocked off the weekend and we went to we went to universal studios we went to the beach that weekend so you know just do some some family stuff so yeah so i i think i think now we have a good handle on it yeah um but again it it's just i think it's it's like date night for us and we just have so much fun with it yeah because it's you know our best friends are going on date nights at the same place at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so in the beginning it was rough, but now I think we have a pretty good handle on it. Yeah. It it was intoxicating. It was like, it was like. Very. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Yes. 
It was a new drug. <laughs> you want to take the next one? Yep. Um, next one is, do you still do things with the friends you had before joining the lifestyle? We do. It's just much rarer than it was. Yes. Um, we do still get invited from two things from our, our vanilla friends, our regular friends. Um, we do find ourselves either making an excuse not to go <laughs> or... If we do go, we f- make an excuse on why we have to leave early. Right. Um, it's just it's just different now. It's it's very different. Um, you can't be as open and honest with your regular friends as you are with your lifestyle friends, which is weird. I can't explain that, but right. Um, there's just a sense of realness there is with people in the lifestyle that you don't get with your your regular friends because everybody's naked in the lifestyle pretty much so (laughs) everything's open everything you know not everything i'm pretty sure people have their secrets and hide stuff but they're they're more honest right in our opinion it's a it's a raw raw er yeah raw er Raw, raw. I sound like a lion. Yeah, that word. Um, <laughs> type of friendship. I mean, so I can say that throughout the course of the lifestyle, I have lost one vanilla friend that I was really close with. And periodically, it makes me sad that I don't get invited to things anymore. But then I remember the reason why I'm probably not getting invited is because I kept declining. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But um like we i had a i had an event to go to for a vanilla friend and you know the thing was supposed to start at four or five 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 yeah it did not start until six thirty. now mind you we were going to secrets that night mm-hmm. and like i had already planned on leaving at 6 30 but now that it was starting at 6 30 i was like okay listen they've got till seven and then i'm out of here i just need to jump in the shower real quick and then we'll head out uh so so yeah we do we do still do things with our vanilla friends it's just it's just we have to invite them to something i i feel like the paintballing oh yeah yeah you know we have to invite them to something because Usually, if they invite us to something, it either starts really late, mm-hmm. um, later than they anticipated, or um, we're looking for a reason to leave because it's boring. Right. So, and even like with our friends in the lifestyle, it's not all about sex. No. Like last, was it last weekend? Yeah, last weekend we just went to Secrets and and hung out. Had a great time. We hung out and we were in one of our friends' rooms with. Like them and like a couple other couples. One, two, three. Just telling jokes, laughing, having a great time. Yeah, and we laughed all night long. All night long. I mean, it was so ridiculous. It was the most fun. You just can't understand and and laughing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just something you don't, I don't know, maybe we just don't have the right vanilla friends. but, but. Well, all our vanilla fans have kids and they were the... They were our kids' friends, and then we became friends with their parents, right? Because we were all involved in the same things: soccer, baseball, basketball, football, and so nothing wrong with that. But it's just a, it's just a different, it's just a difference in the vibe that you get from those people versus lifestyle people, in my opinion. So, yeah, you gonna take the next one? Yeah. Okay. Next question. What are some lessons you've learned from the lifestyle? I think one of the biggest lessons for me is not to judge people based on their looks. Um, I've always been self-conscious about my looks. I've always been self-conscious about my body. And why would that person want to talk to me? Because they are beautiful and I am not. And what I am pleasantly surprised with over and over and over again is just how nice 
people are if you just go up and say hi to them. Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid to say hi. Uh, introduce yourself. I would say that I feel the same way. I, I mean, I always thought that I was an average guy, you know, but not toot my own horn. I mean, ladies have called me handsome, very sexy. <laughs> Those aren't words that, I, that I've used to describe myself. So thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Um, I don't even know if that's a lesson that I've learned. Um, uh, I mean, maybe just to be more confident in yourself, although I don't think you had a problem with being confident. No, nah, I've never had a problem with being confident. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know either. Lessons we've learned. I mean, communication. I mean, we've, yeah. we've, we've, need, we've, we've had to find a way to communicate better. I mean, we still have our, have our challenges with that, but it's a lot better now than it was before we got in lifestyle. Oh, it's like a thousand times percent better. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's just no comparison. No. We, we talked, we kind of glazed over everything before we got into lifestyle. We're now, you know, just even when we're not talking about the lifestyle, we're just more in tuned with each other. Yeah. I mean, we talk about everything now. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, I mean, I still have my challenges as far as tone and you thinking I'm yelling and I'm not, but <laughs> cause you are loud. That's not what people say on this podcast. They'd be like, Courtney, talk up. <laughs> That's because you're not irritated with me in the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, I think a lesson that we've learned. This is a hard one. Um, you know, one thing is our relationship has gotten closer since we've gotten lifestyle. And I could never really figure out, like, how is that even possible? Like, we're having sex with other people. And um, all of our kids are home. So that's why I keep whispering the word sex. I guess that's really <laughs> stupid, but okay. Um, but anyways, so how is that possible that we've actually grown closer together because of that? But, you know, we've been doing a lot of talking this weekend and one of the things that just like I was laying in bed and it just came to me was we spend a lot more time together with each other mm -hmm. now that we're in the lifestyle, not just together, but having fun together. Yeah. Uh, you know, before... We got into lifestyle. Our weekend consisted of maybe watching a movie Friday night. Saturday, you were gone all day with baseball games and would come home and was tired. And I'd be on the couch. You'd be in the bed watching yeah. TV. And, and then, you know, we'd wake up Sunday and clean the house, cut the grass. Again, you in the bedroom, I'm in the living room. Not that there was anything wrong with that. That's just what our routine was. And, yeah, we were and, stuck in a rut. Yeah, we were stuck in a rut, and now, you know, we, we, we are together all the time having fun together. So I think that's probably uh, a part of it that, that people don't really touch on a lot, is that couples are together a lot more. Yeah, and I think, I, well, I know for me, like, you know, at one point in my career, I did, I did a lot of traveling. I, I, mentioned, I mentioned this to you the other day that, you know, I would be gone a week, two weeks, not really miss you. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm gone a couple of days, I'm like, damn, I miss my wife. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah, it's like I, I want to be around you. Yeah. So. So I don't know if we answered that one or not. We did our best. Yeah. Catch us on the next round. <clears throat> um, okay. You mentioned that the lifestyle has made your relationship stronger. How is that possible? Well, I think we just answered we that. We literally so. just skipped yeah, so we'll skip. the lesson question and went straight to that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, You've talked about having orgies. I don't like them because what if there's someone I don't want to play with there? What if someone touches me and I don't want them to touch me? Well, well I mean, the best orgies are the ones where everyone is attracted to each other and there are no problems with, uh, no issues with, with someone in the group. Um, but if there is that, that problem, I mean, of course, everybody has to get consent. Everybody has to get buy-in. Um, Consent is key. Definitely. Um, so. Yeah. I, I think. Just because you're involved in an orgy does not give you license, in our opinion, to touch or assume that you're going to play with someone involved in an orgy. You still have to ask. But, I mean, like, even. Right. And so, for the person who doesn't want, who's worried about somebody touching them that they don't want to touch. 
you also have to understand that you have the power to say no thank you yeah you in the first one that we were in when we were new in the lifestyle there was a woman that you went up to and asked if you could play with her and she said no i don't i don't know you like that yeah yet um so no thank you and and you said okay thanks you know yeah um yeah, so I know for me, I'm one of the people who don't like people touching me unless I know them or something like that. So that is something that I kind of gauge when we're going into it, who I am going to stay away from and who I'm not going to stay away from. Um, and, and I kind of maneuver myself that way. And if and if it gets to the point that somebody touches me that I don't, you know, I'll either get up and say I need a water break or... or you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good right now or something like that. Yeah. I don't, you know. And it's not like we do a whole bunch of orgies. I mean, it's, I mean, we do try to organize them when we can. Which we are not successful at that. Not really. No. Still working on that one. But, you know, we, we have been involved in four or five in two years. Have we really? Yeah. I want to say what well, our first experience was an orgy. Oh, that's right. I don't think three couples is an orgy. Uh, I do. Okay, well, all right, yeah, you're right. Um, um, and then there was the infamous New Year's Eve one. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we've we've had a few orgies, but, yeah, definitely consents the key. Um, the best orgies are the ones where everybody is good with everybody. That one was amazing. Yeah. The, the Big Bang one. Yeah. That one was a group of friends that were just crawling all over each other. Yeah. So, that Your birthday last year was, was, was decent. Was a good I don't one. really think that was an orgy. Though. You don't think that was an orgy? No, because there was like three rooms. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Like, like to me, an orgy is when you push the beds together and you're all. Yeah, you're all on one one big bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or even two beds, but that one. Yeah. You know, okay. I wouldn't say that one was it. Okay. So yeah, so consent is key, and and just understand you have the power to say, no, thank you. Um, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so I, like, I don't say hell no. I just find an excuse to get up. So. Yeah. No, I would say, like, in the orgies that we've been in, if if it's a partner or, or a woman that I've played with previously, I do kind of assume that it's okay for me to to uh, to attempt to play with them or touch them again without asking them. Um, there have been a couple orgies where there's been some new some new people, and. Of course, I do go ask them before mm-hmm. I make the the attempt to uh, to make a move on them. So yeah, so yeah, just ask, and um, if they say no, you just move on. And even like when you're playing in playrooms, you know, I my biggest fear is like you know just because my ass and my tits are out doesn't mean that I want you to touch me. So I'm always I'm always kind of like cognizant of who's around me, and and if I'm playing with somebody, letting them know like hey you know nobody but this group can touch me or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah. and and so you you just you you have to be your biggest advocate yeah i think and then also your partner too because yeah. you know what i want you know i don't want you not having fun because you're solely focused on you know if i'm okay or whatever mm-hmm. but you know knowing that you're there you know no man she's good kind of thing yeah so yeah so yeah that's it all right and our final question. That's all you. Does your family know? I told my sister. Me and her have a special bond. So we talk about pretty much everything. Um, I've debated whether I should tell my dad. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We'll carry this on after the podcast. Because, I mean, me and my dad have a special bond, too. I but just... you don't need to have that kind of dad. Because your dad has a special bond with your mom, and that's the last person I want to know, even though I already think she does know. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, I won't tell him. But, yeah, my sister knows. We talk about it all the time. She wants to know all the juicy details. So she listens to the podcast. She, you know, she's she's the reverse of us. So, like, while we're having our wild time now, she had hers when she was in college in her, her 20s. And right. now she's now she's raising her family. Right. Whereas you know? ours are mostly out of the house. <laughs> yeah. She's just she's, had a baby. She just had a baby. So, yeah. So uh, she's living vicariously through us. Yes. Yes. What about you, babe? Anybody on your side now? 
I've debated for a while and I told two of my cousins, one of which when we first started dating, she was actually in the lifestyle yeah. uh, and I had brought it up to her and, and she really didn't have anything to say about it. Um, that's great. So I kind of dropped it at that. Didn't go forward with it. I have another cousin who is like my sister and we were raised together and I've, I've kind of contemplated telling her and I've, I've started the text a million times in the last couple of years and each time I've deleted it. And so I think probably about a month ago, I finally hit send on the, on the text and, um, you know, it started off like, I'm about to tell you something and I, I hope you don't judge me. I hope you don't stop talking to me. I just really need to tell somebody and, uh, you know, for so many different reasons. But, um, but, and then the thing that killed me was she didn't reply back. And our relationship is the kind of where, like, we pretty much instantly reply back because we both always have our phones on us. So when she didn't reply back, I was like, crap. <laughs> But then there was a lot of stuff going on with her that day. So that night when she replied back, she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't answer earlier. You know, you do you. You know, I, I have friends that are that are in the lifestyle, which I was surprised she used the word lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, and and so we've talked about it a couple of times. She's not at the juicy details thing. She just, you know, uh, she's more interested in the, the arts and crafts part of it. She really liked my door decorations. Um, but, but yeah, so uh, I told her that is as far as I think I'm going. There, yeah. there's, no, there's no desire on my part to tell my parents. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've contemplated telling my uncle. Yeah. You know what? I think your uncle, but your uncle's got a big mouth. No, no, he doesn't. No, he's not going to tell nobody if I tell him not to tell nobody. You don't think he'll tell your dad? No. Mm -mm. I, not something this sensitive, no. I mean, I definitely, because I really honestly think he has questions. And I think that he may have been in the lifestyle at some point in his life. Which is why he has questions. <laughs> because we went to, I don't even, we went up to, oh, we went up to Atlanta. To go to a party. To go to a party. Yeah. And he, we, because he lives in Atlanta, we went out to breakfast with them. Yeah. And we were with him and his girlfriend, your sister and her husband and her kid. And your sister knew why we were up there because we were staying with her. And so your uncle said, like, this was like the third time he had asked why we were up there. And I just got this, like, oh, crap, look on my face and took a drink. And your sister, like, just busted out laughing. <laughs> and he was like, what's so funny? And she was like, my bad, I'm sorry. And, you're, and you were like, oh, you know, we just came up to see some friends and... And your uncle was like, what friends do you have here in Atlanta? So, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think he, he might. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, been, he's been in the lifestyle because he's told me about Hito. So I don't know if he's still in the lifestyle. He's a little, he's a little, little up there in age, but. I mean, yeah. he still looks good. He does look good for his age. Yeah. And he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a I don't want to say a player, but he is a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your idol. <laughs> I did look up. I did look up to him. I <laughs> no <know>. lie. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be him when I grow up. Yeah, and and now you are. <laughs> and now he's thinking, "Gosh, I wish I was still him." <laughs> yeah. I. So if you swear that he doesn't tell your dad, I'd be fine with you telling him. Yeah, because yeah. I, I I feel like you know he'd be a great person to talk to, because I know I know he's been in the lifestyle. I I just feel it because he told me about Hito, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like he has been in lifestyle. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm still more on that to come. Yeah, I might have to ask my sister what she thinks of it. You know, so I might have to interview him for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So that that pretty much wraps up our that wraps up the questions that uh that we were asked or or sent in to us because yeah. I had asked on I had reached out on Twitter for some people that send in some questions. So. Yeah. That that covers the ones that we have been asked in the past and uh, have been emailed to us. So I hope that answered everybody's questions. Yeah. So Gave you a, a peek behind the, the behind swinging the, curtain. Definitely. Behind the veil. 
So, at least, you know, from our perspective. Yeah. So. Um, I think, you know, the moral of the story is we're having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We we still have our challenges. We have our hiccups. Uh, I would say most couples do. It's just how you deal with those those hiccups. I mean, you, you, you'll see on most of the online sites that most people say, you know, they're a no drama couple. There's no such thing as a no drama couple. I think so. I think the no drama comes into how you handle your disagreements. Because when we first got into lifestyle, my idea of no drama was like the first time we had an argument, I was like, oh, no, we're drama. But everybody, what I found out was everybody has their disagreements. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets annoyed with their spouse at one point or another. Yeah. Um, it's just how you handle those. You know, am I throwing a glass at you in the middle of the club? Yeah. Or am I telling you when we get home, like, I wish you would have not done that. So, um, you know, that I think the drama comes in how you handle it. That's true. Um, yep. You know, and another thing I've learned lately, I think we've learned lately, is really how true the friendships are that we have in the lifestyle you know there's there's some couples that we we would see all the time but mm-hmm. you know we wouldn't we would say hi to them and talk to them and hang out with them but we didn't really want to be overly um attached to them because the, the, they're the fun people and and a lot of people you know want to latch onto them and yeah and and we don't want to be though we, we didn't want to be the hangers on although i think we are now <laughs> no, I wouldn't say we're the hangers on. I mean, we 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 told them how we felt, and they and, and, were, and both of the couples were like they were offended. They were really mad at like yeah, like one guy was was one one husband was like, I the only thing because I I said you know I don't want you guys to be mad because you know we're we're always hanging on you or be annoyed because we're always around you, and he said. You know, Brenda, I've never been annoyed with you guys, and I never could be annoyed with you guys, but the fact that you actually would think that you would annoy us annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I never looked at it from that point of view. But Yeah, since, since we've got that information out to them and we've gotten their feedback, you know, we hang out with them, you know, a lot more now. And, and I, I really like them. I yeah, mean, great couples. They're so much fun. Yeah. Um, and... And and you know what else I like? I like seeing the male bonds that you have because I haven't seen that a lot in mm-hmm. our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, because you've always been busy with baseball and and you you're not one that has like a lot of guy friends. Um, so seeing the the like the guy connections that you make, um, it it shows me a different side of you that I really really am attracted to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I appreciate that, babe. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so okay so, yeah with that said um we are going to do a podcast uh detailing our experiences at splash mocha um that should come out here shortly and that's well i all. think we're doing so we're doing every other week aren't we yeah so, so we're going to try and do a release every other week um have some juicy details for you about some stuff but um which i gotta tell you that week we don't do the podcast i really miss podcasting really i do like this has taken so long to to get to this podcast yeah i mean it's been a busy you know we had kids going back to school well one kid we only got one left and he's 13 (laughs) a few more years um yeah just you know just real life stuff got in the way so and it happens and it's supposed to happen so but yeah, uh, release schedule every other week. We're trying to do twice a month mm-hmm. and uh, go from there. Um, definitely going to have some, some special appearances here in the next couple months. We're lining some stuff up. Um, don't we'll don't, don't want to say who yet because we're trying to make sure we can actually make it happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, I don't have anything else, babe. This was a, it was a good... Good podcast, good uh, discussion on some questions people had of us, and uh, I think we, we hopefully, hopefully we answered you know as best as we could, and you, you got something out of it. So yeah, and if not, you can if you have any other questions, you can leave a comment. Yeah, definitely. Free for to send us a tweet, a email, or whatnot. Where so can they find us? Find us on uh, most of the major platforms, uh, Apple. Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, what one aren't we on? 
we stopped doing SoundCloud. I uh, didn't want to pay for it. I'm cheap. Um, I can't think of any. We're not on iHeartRadio yet. That's Still trying one. to get that one. Um, but yeah, the major ones. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. And if worse comes to worse, you can go to our website. You can go to our website. Uh, mixnuts.com. Two cool. X's, two Z's. And um, I guess that will do it. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. This is C-Money. And the wife. And Mixed Nuts Podcast is out. Bye.